Happy, happy, happy new year. Happy new year. If you are hearing the sound of my voice, I just want to tell you thank you for coming in to the new year with us. Uh, 2024 It's your boy Finesse I am the proprietor of the one of the most amazing, most electrifying, most thought provoking podcasts in the history of podcasts. And I'm sitting here graciously next to a man where his facial expressions are only rivaled by Brock and Saitama, where the man who has single-handedly beat a gorilla and Glorilla with a single stare, a man whose Twitter is so popular, he can get a million views just off a selfie, the one, the only, Mr. Duffin O'Bear, everybody. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. No problem. I appreciate those kind of words. I really do. No problem. How are you, how are you doing today? You know... I'm doing all right. Uh, it's a new year. Same me. Ain't shit change over here. Ain't shit change. Uh, me neither. Ain't shit going change. I can't complain. You know, we didn't do a uh, we didn't do a pod uh, right before Christmas and New Year's. So technically, you know, the listeners out there didn't get a chance to bring in, you know, close out the year. Yeah. Uh, with us, but if you made it, here we are. Here we are. Yeah, here we are, man. Here we are. Here we are. It's the podcast are. and chill show. It's the podcast and chill show. Episode whatever. Uh, New Year 2024. I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm excited for all the blessings that's coming for our way. All the new endeavors that we choose to tap in. All the mm-hmm. success that's coming our way. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely excited for what the year beholds for us. You know, can't explain. I can't. I, you know, I can't complain. Really, can't complain. You know. When you have a year, you know, because we have an extra day this year. Yeah, we do. It's a leap year. It's a leap year. When you have a year that's on, you know, its fourth iteration, whether mm-hmm. it's 2008, 2012, 2016, 2020, a lot of things usually happen in that fourth year. Okay. You know, if you want to take 2008, we got the first black president. Okay. 2012, there was a movie that made everybody think the world was ending. Mm-hmm, 2012. You know, 2016 was a lot of your transitions. I graduated from high school. You know, we were getting older, turning 18. That was big for some folks. Mm-hmm. And then we got 2020. Yeah. The world changed. The world changed. The world, the entire world changed. The entire landscape of humanity changed. The entire way we interact socially changed as well as globally. Everything changed in 2020. 2019 leading up to 2020. So December... December of 2019, leading into January 2020, is when the world officially changed. When the world changed forever. When the world changed forever. And now, we are now three and a half to four years removed from the world being changed for the first time like this forever. Yes. And now, again, we're on that fourth year. Exactly. So, yeah. I'm wondering. What, what's to come? What's to come? Yeah, I agree. What's to come? I never thought about that perspective till you said that. Like, that's kind of crazy now you say that. Well, you think about it, right? No, when you think about it, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of scary when you think about it because the world just changed. Mm -hmm. And now if you're doing this fourth year thing, it's like, damn, what can get crazier than the entire world changing? Now, never know. You never know. Um, You know, we don't live under a rock. We're we're two very well tapped in gentlemen in uh, different lanes and similar lanes and similar lanes, respectively. Um. We watch, we read, we understand. We know that, you know, the world is at odds with each other right now, mm-hmm. all all over the world. We're going to get into it a little bit, but uh, wondering 
we have a new president coming in uh, coming up soon you know 2024 you okay. know uh uh-huh. you know joe biden you know the presidency the first term is over mm-hmm. first term is over so uh with the whole world at odds with each other where you have it there's there's war in africa there's war in, in russia and ukraine there's war in israel mm-hmm. and all these places and there's there's a silent war going on in america it's a silent war going on in america what does the next leader have to do to really pull back the reins of america and to make it for lack of a better term better yeah that's a good question i don't honestly i couldn't tell you because it's like we got to understand it takes it takes i believe one term doesn't do the justice for a president. You know what I mean? It, it you, Sometimes it takes two terms. That's eight full years mm-hmm. to finally make change on something so small on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I know we give Joe Biden shit for what he does. Yeah, we call him Sleepy Joe. Yeah, because we call him Sleepy Joe. And he doesn't, he, to me, he doesn't do shit, right? But you got to put it in perspective. What can be done within those four years? Some, you know, bills take a very long time to be passed. A That's lot true. of them. That's true. So it's about being a great speaker, I feel like. Uh being the the for being on the forefront of America, honestly, that's what it should be. Like you gotta be a great speaker, great talker. No bullshit. Like we don't want no bullshit, honestly. That's what that's all we want, honestly. Like we know you can't do it all in four years. You may, he made so many drastic claims and promises, false promises that we never got especially for the black community. I don't give a fuck about promises from presidents because if you want to change something, you could change yourself. But yeah, there's so much false hope. And then there was so much shit behind it. Like, yo, so many racial undertones from this dude. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just know the America is in a very bad state right now. The next president just has to rewrite the last president's wrongs which is a very tough task for a president to do within four years because they have to do new laws as well as correcting the past laws that was fucking up America. You know what I mean? So I don't know. We're just in a fucked up state. That's all. That's how I feel about it. So what does the president have to do? I don't know. Just make sure we're comfortable or at least lie to us to make it sound good. We don't want BS. I guess that's why a lot of people fall in love with Trump. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you said a lot there. I what, in my opinion, because of how we have gotten way too on opposite ends of the spoon, mm-hmm. way like like half of the world, well, not the world. I'm speaking as if America's the world, but ha- yeah. half of the country, right? Mm-hmm. Half of the country is leaning far on one end, and the other half of the country is leaning far on the other end. There's a group of people that tried, you know, to to stay in the middle to like balance to balance the beam, but when we really scan like the people that said they're running for president, there's no one that I've seen that can really stand in that middle of the road and get people to, you know, come from at odds with each other. Cause that's a lot of the ineffectiveness right now of American government is just, people being so devout to their party and their party's beliefs and whatever. It's not even, we're not even going to try. We're going to make it our job to make the other person's job, a living nightmare. Yeah. 
Like that has to stop. And I don't know if more so a president could could make that happen. I don't I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't I personally I don't I don't know. It's you know? a tough task. It's a tough task. So you, so you basically want a president that can bring us closer to get to that middle ground. Now, to your point, exactly. Like um, John F. Kennedy and Lyndon Bates Johnson. Now, I'm not a uh, a devout history buff, but one thing I do know is for that Voting Rights Act to get passed and all those type of things, not the Voting Rights Act, excuse me, the Civil Rights Act, there had to be a lot of give-get between Democrats and Republicans. There were Republicans that did sign off on that bill. Yeah. So when 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 we think about it, and we can also use COVID as a big example of this, when the country is forced with the against these dramatic tasks, some of that process and some of that hesitation goes away. Mm-hmm. Prime example, COVID. We wanted a vaccine as fast as possible on both sides. Yes, believe it or not, whether you're going to take the vaccine is a is a is a is a uh, is a reaction of choice. Like, but the bottom line is, America's wanted the vaccine. All the red tape, all the process, started to go away, and we got a vaccine in like what six months. Yeah, Congress passed less than fifty bills, third low all time. In the country. But we made sure when the world was shut down that we got vaccines to people that needed them. Mm-hmm. So that took a bipart that took a bipartisan effort. Both sides had to do it. I don't know if we can get people's social and political interests to not even align, but just be on even ground. Mm-hmm. I don't know a leader in that field that could uh that can do that. Yeah, there's no candidates right now for me. No, we look at Biden, far, just far left, like extremely far left. We look at Donald Trump, which is most likely going to be running. Yeah, extremely far, extremely far right, extremely far right. So there's no one that has like, I guess, views like middle ground views. They can be like, yo, you know what? Both sides can actually understand. No, we're so separated as a country. And I think that's because of COVID. All of uh, the misinformation that was given. Yeah. All the fake numbers that was provided. All of being around the bush. I feel like it created a, a, a big separation in America. Yeah. Between left and right. And I feel like it's always been there, but COVID made people more bold to show that. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I don't think it's a candidate. I think it's never going to be a candidate like that until we all, until all the old people go away in politics. You know what I mean? I agree. And, I, you know, to your point, I'm not sure if the Democratic Party is actually trying to bolster a candidate. I think they're just riding on Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. Yeah, that's all it is. Because yeah. we would have seen someone by now. Mm-hmm. We don't see anyone. What if, what is, uh, what is RFK? What is he? What's his political affiliation? I think he's a Democrat, but I think he's more moderate. Yeah, I think I don't think he's a Democrat. I think he's moderate. You think he's a moderate? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if RFK is Democrat. I'm not sure. I know what. What's his face is a is an independent. Cornell West. Mm. Cornell West. Yeah. Now, I mean, he he's been in headlines. I uh, you know he he's 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 had 
radio specials. He's going on. He's going on media tours to talk about you know him, um, wanting to run for president and will run for president. And he does have backing in, in like you know real like incredibly progressive areas like Vermont and all those mm-hmm. type of places. But it's it's a popularity contest at the end of the day. It is. And at the end of the day, you know, and, you know, this is the paradox we have with our voting system is, all right, I don't know who you're voting for, but he's going to at least take away votes. Yeah. At most of his game is going to be to take away votes. I don't know, like, what his demo, if he's just voting to trying to catch, like, the intellectual's eye, I don't, I, I guess, mm-hmm. but, like, that's that's only so many people. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's only so many Harvard grads. There's only so many Yale grads. Like, what about the uh, the 50-year-old, like, the 60, 70-year-old African-American woman that goes to church? What about her vote? Who's going to get that vote? Yeah. It's a lot of them. Majority Democrat. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Like, who's going to get the, the tailgater that uh, goes to a, a Chris Stapleton concert? Is it mm-hmm. going to be Cornel West? Probably not. So yeah, you just gotta understand this demographic. Yeah, who he uh, subsides with. But. I just don't think he's established a lane yet. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't know who, who, what's his type of person. Like, what is he going after? Mm. I don't see any Cornell West ads. Yeah. You know what I mean? If if you know, so it's a it's a it's an interesting time. It's an interesting time. Um, what are you looking forward to in twenty twenty four? Yeah, what you looking forward to? Um, I don't really make. Like resolutions and shit like that. No. I usually have like milestones and goals I want to accomplish, and I don't know. I just um, just grasping more, more knowledge, reading more, learning more, understanding more. Um, yeah, just you know, that's my goal. I'm just going to be reading more books. Like I'm, I'm still, I'm always reading and being diligent. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just want to gain more knowledge per usual. Uh, become more savvy, uh, financial intelligent, like shit, like that. Like that's that's all I'm that's all I'm striving for for the new year. The the game plan is always going to be the same thing. Yeah, be better than I was last year. Yep. And every year I um elevated every single year, mm-hmm. whether it's from five percent, ten percent, a hundred percent. I always find a way to elevate myself, my brand, my life, and my choices that I make. Right. And uh, yeah. I already got some good news, so a majority of my goals for 2024 are already completed, so I'm just got to make more, mm-hmm. uh, just keep going, and mm-hmm. probably just make a f- another five-year plan, because I accomplished my, from 2017 up to 2020, I accomplished that, from 2020 up until now, I I surpassed my expectations I have for myself, so yeah, it's just keep setting those milestones and keep keep going, pretty much. That's a good point. I'm going to name, for myself personally, I'm going to name it... Uh like 2024 is going to be just transition. Yeah. It's just it's just transition. Uh last year a personal goal for myself, I wanted to lose 20 pounds. You know, the pandemic really put a damper like on everything. Everything was closed, you know, whatever, and we were st- I was still was dealing with some of that residual what do they call it? Like covid weight mm-hmm. or something. Like yeah, I was de- I was uh dealing with that and now I did it. I hit the milestone. I lost 23 pounds, mm-hmm. which was uh, you know, it wasn't that hard, I'm be honest with you. Uh, it was just what I really learned was just consistency and repetition. All 2023, it was yeah. just consistency, consistency, consistency. Like everybody can, uh, you know, 
everybody has the capability to add on to building blocks. When we were in kindergarten, we used to play with blocks, mm-hmm. right? And you wanted to build a castle. You built a castle by building one block at a time. You didn't throw 30 blocks on the ground and the castle popped up. Yeah. You didn't. So um, that's what I've really been looking forward to. And now knowing I have that capability to really be, you know, mind over matter with something. And that that took about four months of just going to the gym, you know, not seeing any progress the first month, then really finally starting to see progress, starting to just see the weight just fall off. It was a good feeling. Yeah. It was a good feeling. Uh, and if it's like once you're once you're able to accomplish something like that, now it's like, okay, what else do I want to accomplish? Mm-hmm. And so I have a lot of uh, projects going on right now. I have a lot of planes in the air. Uh, in 2024, I would like to land some of those planes. Yeah, same, sir. I would like to land some of those planes and then just evaluate, you know, how long did this project take? How much focus did I focus on this project? Like, how much time went into this project? Mm-hmm. What's the yield? What's the gain from the project? Yeah. What did I learn? Uh, was it a financial goal? Was it a personal goal from this project? Like, that's just transition. So I look at 2024 as that. And also understanding finances better understanding um, different ways to not more so save, but how to make your money work for you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about the, the Instagram finance dudes you may see with a chain on telling you to very basic level knowledge. No, I'm talking about things that aren't really talked about mm-hmm. in our community that other fa- other type of ethnic groups have in place for their children and them yeah. when they get to a certain place. Okay, what does that look like? Where can I find that knowledge? And is this knowledge proven and tested mm-hmm. so I can use it? Yeah, uh, that's I, very important. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because anybody's always going to tell you, oh, well, when you use a credit card, make sure you don't go under 30%. Yeah, 30%. Go over there. Okay, like that's very 101 level knowledge. We all know that. But how are we using these credit cards and these uh and, and these investment accounts and these savings accounts to work for us. Yeah. How are we doing that? How are we manipulating the game while it's still legal, but it's beneficial that other mm-hmm. people do all the time. Yep. They do it all the time, you know? So really thinking about that, like looking at your assets, understanding your assets at a, at a younger age and seeing, you know, what you want to accumulate? Yeah. You know, what do you want to put stock in? Not the stock market, but your, your time, mm-hmm. your personal stock. That's uh, all important. So we can package that up and just have that wealth of knowledge. You could, that'll live on with you forever. Yeah. I've, funny you mentioned that I started investing again this mm. year. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, like I've always had my money in the cryptocurrency still, but mm-hmm. I've I've took my money out the stock market uh, pre-pandemic. So just like so, my money won't. So I won't waste my money. So I took all my money out. But yeah, I'm I'm slowly investing again, learning the game because you know the game relatively changed. So yeah, um, so I'm definitely back into investing in the stock market. Also, like like you said, learning about retirement accounts, savings accounts for the family, yeah. ways to get rich, life insurance. That's just very that's a necessity. You know yeah. what I mean? That's a way for your family to live on. You know, uh, without you. So yeah, I feel like learning, um, about what you put your stock in is very important and what you get in and what you gain it and when to stop. And we, yeah, cause that's the most important part. You got to know when to stop. If you keep going hitting the roadblock and you're not getting nowhere, uh, I feel like it's time to wrap up. It depends, man. If you work in diligently and you still don't see any type of results, you put your best effort in. Maybe it's a time to reroute the situation and go somewhere else, put your money somewhere else and make money. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been, uh, relearning, Old things that I've learned, 
Because I feel like brushing up on knowledge is extremely essential. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm back to investing in stocks, investing in crypto, uh, ETFs, mutual funds, index funds, it. shit like that. Uh, so that's my goal. That's my financial goal for the year. Um, it's just to just to accumulate more knowledge about it, like you said, so you can make the money work for you. Also, just have passive income. Yeah, exactly. You know, invest in some stocks that give you dividends, high yields, so you can make money every month. The money makes you. You know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like that's extremely important, especially at our age. You know, a lot of people aren't doing that. No. But another thing is the problem is, like, um, back then, I feel like I was blessed with, like, wisdom mm-hmm. because I did listen to older people. Like, a lot of kids, you, you got to do, you do what you want because your friends are doing it. Yeah. And then when an older person tells you advice, you don't take that advice because you're like, bro, why is he just, why is he talking to me? Like, yeah. this is not essential it's to my old ass what I'm doing. Yeah, you old. Yeah. Get your old ass on. Yeah. But me, I've I've learned from uh, my elders. Mm-hmm. Like, they've told me, Things and even through action, like I've learned through their actions, if they made a mistake or didn't make a mistake, I would not do what they did. You know what I mean? Because I could see the consequences from their actions. So I was blessed with that. I feel like a lot of younger people should learn how to comprehend and understand, especially if a older, wise person that's more successful you, more successful than you, are teaching you something. Yeah, I feel like that's a that's free game. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and that's how I learned. About that's a the stock lot. Market. You know, there there's a lot to unpack there. Something I would want to definitely pinpoint is you can also learn from your friends. Yeah. But they're but through their actions. Yeah, exactly. Through their actions, right? And something is invaluable is learning from someone else's mistakes. Mm-hmm. Because the more you learn from other people's mistakes, the less likely it should be that you will make that mistake. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's always important. If somebody's explaining something that happened to them, if they're willing to tell you, ask them how they got to that point. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to you don't have to be judgmental. You don't have to be um like real interview-ish, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a conversation because now you walk away and it's like, well, I know if all these things were to happen, then this is probably gonna happen, mm-hmm. which could possibly lead to this. Now you have created this whole butterfly web yep. that you can really pinpoint and be like, Well, that was that person. But you can see similarities. Yeah. Like uh, the 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 funny thing about life is, regardless if there's two individuals, there's always some constant. Mm-hmm. You just have to figure out what it is. You know, what's a perfect example. A perfect example. You can just do it for anything, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> we off job search before. Absolutely. We all looked for job positions because we was down on our luck, right? Absolutely. We all have been desperate looking for a job because, you know, we need money. We want money. Yeah. It's an economy. This is, a, you know. So, some people apply to any old job, right, without any doing, without doing their due diligence to it. I feel like um, you can apply this to life. If majority of the reviews on that company is telling you to be aware be wary, then I feel like you need to heed that information. Yeah, absolutely. And, then, and I feel like that applies to everything. If five people are telling you that this is not good, then most likely it is not good. It's not good. 
Unless just, they're all the same people. And just, unless they're all the same type of people. Yeah. But if it's five different different demographics of people telling you this isn't good, yeah, then be wary of that advice. You know what I mean? I feel like that's extremely important. Absolutely. When you're gathering information or if you're doing anything. Like, uh, it's a, it's a way to avoid scams, man. Like, uh, that's why we ask questions. That's why we ask multiple people questions. Like, if I need an opinion on something, I'll ask 10 people about how they feel about it. Mm-hmm. And if I get 10 of the same answers from 10 different people, then there's a problem. Yeah, the name of the game is don't cheat yourself. Yeah, don't cheat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. You know, I, when we start to really think and, and conceptualize mm-hmm. jobs, okay, a job is going to invest in you, which which equals pay yeah. for you to do a certain type of thing. But in order to receive this pay or receive this investment, there's some requirements and qualifications that you have to meet. Now, you don't have to meet all of them, mm-hmm. but the score is usually seven out of ten. Yeah. Six to seven out of ten of the, of the requirements you should meet. You should be able to do at least 60 percent of your job, which is better than all right. And is going is leaning towards proficiency and average, which is then proficiency. OK, cool. If it sounds too good to be true, then it probably is. There we go. Yes, it is. There we go. I'm just there basically saying this is not even about job talk. This is in life. Yeah. Just do your due diligence with everything. Be wise. Be mindful. Listen to older people. Yes. You know what I mean? Especially about the decisions, life-altering decisions. Listen to older people that have been in your position before. Don't just shine away because most likely... You'll just make a mistake, fuck up, and then somebody smacked you what I told you. So that's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, that basically that is my goal this year as well. Is just learn being more financial literate. I I feel like I I'm good at saving. I'm good at investing. I just want to further my knowledge in everything. Yeah. So that's my 2024 goal, really. Yeah. Just yeah. to wrap it all up. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Uh, we've been gone for uh, two and a half weeks. I believe it's been two and a half weeks. Yeah. Uh, the 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 algorithm keeps saying we're a monthly podcast. We're not a monthly podcast. We podcast bi-weekly, goddammit. We try to. We're not a monthly podcast. But in these two and a half weeks, yet again. A lot has happened. The world has set itself on fire. Yeah. Yet again. Uh, just in, in general, starting off with the internet, Cat Williams, man. Yeah, you could have started with Alpha Epstein. Damn. You can start. We can do Cat Williams. We heard it here. But yeah, Cat Williams went on uh, Shannon Sharp's podcast, yeah. Club Shay Shay. Yeah. And uh, he had a lot to say. He was uh, clearing up alleged rumors about yeah. him. You yeah. know what I mean? Which any other man would do mm-hmm. when you're in that position, I feel like. And he's had a lot of things about our beloved comedians, our beloved actors, our oh, beloved Hollywood. Yeah. yeah um, my initial reaction was what was my. What was my initial reaction? Good question. At first, okay, I watched it. I didn't watch the full thing multiple times, but I watched different clips. And then I watched the full thing because I needed context on those things that he was saying. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, a lot of things is just big, bold headlines that make everybody believe shit. Yeah, yeah. So my initial reaction, uh, I watched the clips first. My, my initial reaction was basically, I'm like, damn, this dude. I don't know. I was, because... I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I was just bewildered. The shit was crazy. I was. I believed him. Yeah. 
I believed him. I didn't think he was crazy once. So I didn't think he was crazy whatsoever. Yeah. And then, and then we seen the reaction of everybody that he mentioned. Guess what? No disses were made. They just like, yo, you're jealous because you're not as successful as we are. But they didn't address none of the rumors they made that he alleged. You know what I mean? No one ever called Cap. Yeah, nobody said he was a liar, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely believe him. He has the world in the chokehold right now. Yeah. Um, the most relevant comedian right now, actually. Yeah. Uh, this is just this just confirms everybody's conspiracies about how dark Hollywood is. Mm-hmm. That's how I think about it. Um. Because he alleged that Harvey Weinstein tried to suck his penis in front of his whole uh, organization, yeah. which is crazy. And nobody's, nobody is negating none of the things he said. They're yeah. just saying, yo, you're bitter because you're not as successful as you should be. Yeah. But nobody is addressing They're not calling of, him a liar. Yeah, they're not calling him a liar. They're just saying something else. That's so stupid. Yeah. Um. So that brings a lot of validity to what he was saying in the interview. And I, I feel like this just opened the whole Pandora's box to more things that we don't know oh, yeah. about Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah, my initial reaction, man, I don't know. I, I just thought it was so crazy. Like, it's just mind-blowing things because we always had these conspiracies about how dark Hollywood was. Mm-hmm. But we never had somebody to come out of um, that type of stature and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And when he did last time, if you don't remember, you know, they had a smear campaign yeah. about him. They called him a crackhead. They called him a crackhead and say he was yeah. on drugs. And he said he was never did drugs in his life. And you have people trying to, you know, um, look for the needle in the haystack and say, uh, yeah, but he, he, he says he smokes weed. Yeah, but we don't consider weed a drug anymore. It's 2024. No, he's, he's saying he doesn't do any hard drugs, yeah. mind-altering drugs that can make him say or do some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. But I believe Cat Williams is 100%. It was a, it was some cap in there about himself. Yeah. I don't think he read 3,000 books Yeah, a I don't year. believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe he went to college at 13. Yeah, come on. I don't believe that. But I do believe that Cat Williams is a very brilliant mind, a very smart individual. Yeah. I believe he read the entire encyclopedia. There's some people that have done that. Yeah, he people do that. that. People read the whole dictionary. Yeah, you can read that. He's really good with words. So yeah. it's some validity to what he was saying. So I do not question his intelligence. I just question those statements that he were made because they were fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I never heard nobody read 3,000 books a year. But I believe every remark that Cat Williams made about the industry and the music industry, and it shows through the celebrities, our beloved celebrities, how they're reacting to it. You know, I um, I was watching it live, and because it's it just on YouTube for for when I was watching it, because Shannon Sharp uh, did a he does a live club Shay Shay, and then mm-hmm. I usually watch I usually watch the residuals after it's over, but I was on YouTube ironically, and it was like Shannon Sharp, Cat Williams, seventy thousand viewers. I'm like, why is Cat Williams getting so much views right now. Yeah, yeah I'm looking. Yeah. I'm like, it's no, no disrespect. Shannon Sharp is a great, great broadcaster on ESPN. He was good on First Take uh, and uh, 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 Undisputed. Like, really, really interesting person. But I was like, why is this 70,000 people watching this shit? Right now. And I tune in. In the middle of the day, by the way, you, you said this to me while I was I'm, at work. I was at work as well. You said it to me. I'm like, what? It was 12 o'clock Eastern Standard yeah, Time. Yeah. And I go in here. And the first thing I heard is that nigga was wearing a dress. Yeah. 
I said, let me rewind this all the way back to the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I said, forget the live stream. I just rewinded it all the way back to the beginning. And when I tell you that I didn't take my eyes off of it. It was, it was phenomenal. Now, I do know that Cat Williams has a special coming out. Mm-hmm. And this could have been promo for a special. Mm-hmm. But what gave me the validity to know that he was telling the truth about 98% of the things he said. Yeah. He didn't read 3,000 books. Yeah. But because. A year. A year. He could have read a 3,000 in his entire life. He didn't read 3,000 books a year. He didn't read. Th- <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. But the fact that everybody, everybody mm-hmm. came out in less than 48 hours yeah. and weighed in. The biggest celebrities in the world. You got every media head on the planet was talking about it. You got guys like Ludacris, Ice Cube, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart did responded to it on, on live NBA unplugged television. Mm-hmm. I was in awe watching this because I was like, you you know when you're when you're chatting with your fellas or your or you're online and people are creating these crazy conspiracies. Most of those were right. Yeah. Most of the things we said Most of the things we correct. said were right. Yeah. We were right about P. Diddy. Yeah. We were right about black men wearing a dress in Hollywood. Yeah. We've talked about that on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We were right. And people are like, you going to really take what Cat Williams said he's been in jail 30 times. Yeah. But when somebody doesn't have anything to hide, mm-hmm. they're going to be honest with you. Yes, they are. There's nobody pulling the strings on Cat Williams. He has been the same Cat Williams since probably before Money Mike. Yeah. I guess the crackhead thing didn't work. The crackhead allegations didn't work. They, because they that's that's all that's that's the easiest way to uh diminish somebody's reputation or the things they say is just to say, Yo, he's on drugs. Why are you listening to him? And we we've seen this this practice already come and go. They said Dave Chappelle was on drugs. Yeah. That's why he moved to Africa. Mm-hmm. The end and denied fifty million. He's yeah. on drugs. He's asked to be a crackhead. He mm-hmm. does heroin. He doesn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. He just didn't want to be around corrupt, evil Hollywood. And guess what? Now we have another comedian saying, "Hey, look, this is the corruptness that you guys don't see. You'll go watch Big Mama's house." But you don't know that that role was offered to me and I turned it down because I was not wearing a dress. And I told the person to go. They wanted the person to go do the job. Brandon T. Jackson went to go do the job. And he, Brandon T. Jackson came out and said, this is the worst thing I've ever done in my career. Yep. Was put on a dress. Yep. And there was a lot of people I was seeing that was uh, basically like, why do we only do this to black actors? And then they had a whole thread of white actors that did it. And I'm yeah. like, it's not a black thing. It's not. It's a man in Hollywood thing. Yeah. That's all it is. That's literally all it is. We're just talking about black comedians specifically. Yeah. I'm I'll, I'll be honest. It does hurt a little bit more though when you see a brother in a dress. Yeah, of course. Hurts a little bit more be, because, you know, we know that for us to break into Hollywood like it it we was have to do a lot of things. It's easier for a white man to put on a dress than a black man. Nobody, nobody Nobody's gave a shit care. that Robin, Robin Williams, Williams was Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, yep. Don't nobody give a shit. That is true. But when you see a man like a like a like a like a Kevin Hart, right? Mm-hmm. Who 
was a was a, a pretty successful stand up comedian. You didn't have to put that dress on. Yeah, but you wanted to to make it to the next level. To make it to the next level. Yeah. So it's all about still having your integrity, honestly. You know, keeping your manhood about yourself. And uh, but um, yeah, man, I I was uh, and it's funny because I I'll, I'll go out on the limb and say it uh, right before this. Cat Williams thing. I said that Mike Epps wasn't that funny, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I you know, I'm a I'm a troll on Twitter. That's been my that's been my thing, and oh, I was dragged, yeah, for days, for days and days and days. Like I got five million people reacted to the tweet, five million views on the tweet, and it was you have no idea about comedy. And what I said was. Because people didn't, by what I wrote, I didn't say that Mike Epps wasn't funny in the in the tweet. What I said was that Mike Epps is a B-tier comedian. Mm-hmm. And he bought a neighborhood in Indiana and then t- re- revitalized it, rejuvenated, put better houses there to resell to people. What I said was Mike Epps is a B-tier comedian. If he can do this, imagine what the people in a, in 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 black hollywood with way more money than him could do mm-hmm. that's what i said they were not focused on that part no no they were focused on the the terror that you gave them mind the message completely mike mike Epps is a b tier comedian is seven words yeah that was the first sentence and that's not a bad take it's not it's a bad not, take it's not even a bad tier b tier is literally second yeah not first second second Second, second tier, but I was met with some of the most derogatory statements. And usually, like I troll on Twitter, like I'm built for it. I don't really give a shit. But I was mad that people just didn't read. Yeah, the rest of the tweet, and somebody quoted it, and their quote went a little viral. I think they got like a quarter of a million and a half a million. They were like, "Yo, y'all, did y'all just not read it?" Yeah, I don't think the people read it. And but that's the society that we live in. Is that it was only 25 words. You only read seven of them. Yeah. And you, you just completely whiffed on the concept of what I was trying to say. And yet you just automatically thought I was just shitting on Mike Epps. Somebody was like, yo, this is one of his greatest achievements. And you just hating on it. I'm like, I'm not hating. He just said it. And he just said it was a great achievement. Yeah. Just many people can do that. Literally. That was all. And yeah. and like, you know, I, I was... I, I, and it's so funny because then Cat Williams comes out and says, Mike Epps isn't funny. No, everybody's like, yo, Mike Epps never been funny. I never found him funny. And I'm saying, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I guess it took somebody with comedian credentials to say it. I guess. I guess because but I But that's didn't not have... the point of what you it were trying to the say. Point. But still, if we're talking about that point exactly, Cat Williams proved it. He said, he's, he don't even think he's B, probably. Yeah, he said he wasn't funny. Yeah. I said, yo, he's B-tier, which means there's comedians better than him and there's comedians worse, worse than, than him. him. Yep. He said Mike Epps wasn't funny. Yeah. And he's, and he's been a co-worker yeah. on movies and shows with him. And he said, yo, he's not funny. Yeah. I'm sitting here. I'm watching. I'm like, ain't this about us something? Yep. Yep. And, the, and then somebody's probably still going to listen to this and be like, well, Finesse Valley, you shouldn't say nothing. Shouldn't you're not a nothing. comedian. Yeah, you're not a comedian, yep. Can't wait, he's got credentials to yeah, say it. You're, you not a, you're not a stand-up. I'm yep. like, no, but I watch all this stuff. Yeah. I've seen Next Friday. I've seen Day Day. I've seen him in whatever 
low budget movie he was in. Nothing was funny. I've mm-hmm. seen his stand-ups. They weren't good. Like the only other joke that's kind of funny was in the same movie when he was like, Y'all can't fuck with the police. It's not a joke. It's just like it's mannerisms. It's mannerisms. Yeah. It's not a joke. There's no setup. There's no punchline. Like you can't sit there and tell me one joke that Mike Epps said and it was like, yo, oh my God. I can if you name me a comedian right now, I can tell you a joke that they said. Yeah. You can name me a comedian right now. I don't know. I know at least one funny joke they said. Yeah, I do too. Whether it's Cat Williams, whether it's Kevin Hart, whether it's Dave Chappelle, hell, whether it's Lavelle Crawford. Yeah. I can give you a funny joke that I remember. You can't tell me shit outside of Day Day that was funny. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And I still put him in the B tier, yeah. which is probably a knock, a knock against my credentials in analyzing comedy. Yeah. He shall, he probably should be a C tier comedian, but we're not going to go, we're not going to go into that. We're mm-hmm. not going to touch that. We're not going to touch that. Why? Why do you think that this gained more attention? Because he's made claims previously. Yeah, you're right. But this, out of anything, blew up bigger than anything he said. When he's been saying shit like this for years, do you think it's because of it's a brand new platform or it's a brand new world? I think two things. I think one is because. There have been multiple comedians that Shannon Sharp interviewed. Yeah. He interviewed Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer. Uh-huh. Uh, I think. Ricky Smiley. Ricky Smiley. Mm-hmm. And there might have been one other person. But yeah. outside of Cat Williams, I can't remember. He interviewed all these people. And Cat Williams waited until all those people were done. And he sat back and he just watched and he just waited. He analyzed. He analyzed it. He watched That's the thing. He, he watched everything. every single one of them. Yeah. Right. And Shannon Sharp, if you go back and watch it, which all the clips are online, you don't have to. But if you really want to go back to prove my point, Shannon Sharp didn't ask him one question until 35 minutes into the interview. That's a good interviewer. Cat Williams drove the Just whole drove show. the whole show. He let the man talk. He let him talk. And so, so with this, do you believe that Shannon Sharp's platform will now be a platform of truth? Cat Williams said it. Cat Williams was like, after this interview, I feel yeah. like more people will be entitled to come out and tell Absolutely. their real truth. Absolutely. And this I, is going to catapult Shannon Sharp's career to the next level. And you know why I say so? Because Cat Williams, when I think of platforms of truth, mm-hmm. where you can have anybody come on and it's still interesting, I think Joe of Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yep. And that's the only person. And it's I guess it's some right-wing Media, but they're not getting. They the are right wingish. Yeah, yeah. But they're not getting. Now, I'm not talking Joe Rogan. I'm talking about. It's. I'm pretty sure it's some right wing publications that are telling the truth or trying to. Right, but my point. But but they're not getting the popularity of a no Shannon Sharp or a Joe Rogan. No, yeah, no. But the the difference is here is that Cat Williams would never go on Joe Rogan's podcast. He said, that. and and be as be as honest. Honest, yeah. Because there's no connection there. Because truth be told, Joe Rogan doesn't think Cat Williams is funny. There's a clip out there that one of his guests, who's also a fellow comedian, was trying to convince Joe Rogan that Mm -hmm. Cat Williams is actually funny. And Joe Rogan didn't laugh one time because he's a comedian. Mm -hmm. He doesn't think his shit is funny. Which, you know, I don't... don't, This is his opinion. This is his opinion. Yeah, subjective. Yeah. Comedy is subjective. So, but we didn't have anybody like that in the media world that could really we could put on like oh you should go to see talk about talk to Shannon Sharp. Yep. Yeah. 
It's not Joe Budden. He's he's hip hop. Yeah, you got Gail King. What is that? That's just Gail, that's just biased. Yeah, and Gil and Gilbert Arenas would also be a good idea, but he's just basketball. That's just basketball, yeah. He's just basketball. Shannon Sharp has the ability to talk because he's been doing this. He's been in this game for a long time. Mm-hmm. He has the ability to bring on anybody, and it's going to be interesting. And to prove my point, Steve Harvey's episode got like two million views because I went back and checked it off. Yeah. Everybody on on Shannon Sharps got about two to three million views, no more than four. In forty eight hours, that interview had twenty eight million views for Cat Williams. For Cat Williams, Jesus, twenty eight million. This, views. I'm telling you, this is catapulting. This is going to catapult uh, Shannon Sharps' credential yeah. and career yeah. to the next level. Absolutely, because I guess people were teetering around with his interviews at first. They don't want to say certain shit. Yeah, but after Cat Williams came in there and just dropped the truth bomb, yeah, more people are going to be compelled to come on there. It's like this is my truth. And this is what happened, and this is what's going to happen. And what I love about Shannon Sharp's podcast is that he's not just talking to football dudes, no. old ass football dudes. Don't nobody give a damn about. Well, there there is a demographic out there that cares yeah. that wants to see like. I don't know, a Jerome Bettis talk mm-hmm. about 2000s football. Not me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if I can tune in to Shannon Sharp's podcast and I can mess around one day, I can see Cat Williams. I can mess around and see LeBron James. Mm-hmm. I can see I can see an actor. I can see Denzel probably yeah. on his show. And it's and it's he can have white people, black people, whatever he wants to have on there. And it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It you can tell that Shannon did his homework. Yeah. He's not just being fed questions from his producer in his ear. You can tell Shannon Sharp does his homework before he interviews you. That's what makes a good show. Yeah. You know, like, you know what I mean? And having chemistry with these people. You know, he's from down south. He understands, like, that level of fidelity and, like, hospita- hospitality mm-hmm. that you talk to people with. It's not just, well, you said here, then this and that and that, and then this and that and that. No, like, it's, it's, it's like a conversation, how we do it. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, that's great. And then having the controversial Cat Williams just address it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was be- that's beautiful TV to watch. It was beautiful. Beautiful TV. It was a great interview. Yeah, great. Great. He stole 2023. That, yeah, that yes, was a great did. way to end it. That was a crazy way to end it. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great way to end We're it. Still talking about it. Yeah, to this day. And it makes you look at some stuff now. It's like, wow. It really does. You know, I'm not about to say I was about to go back and watch Big Mama's House, but I don't think I'll probably ever watch it again. No, I never did. I never cared about black men in dresses, honestly. I never found it funny. Neither did I. Um, Yeah, I, I don't find it funny. I don't get no type of representation out there. Like I said, a lot of people were like, they shit on the whole thing about representation. But yeah, representation in media, representation online, mm-hmm. representation in the news mm-hmm. is extremely important because if all you see was black people doing negative shit all day, mm-hmm. you would be like, that's all black people. That's all. But if, but for some reason, it's a problem when you just see positive black men yeah. doing shit. You know what's funny? I, um, I, dang, I should have sent it to you in the, in, uh, in our pre-conversation. Mm-hmm. I watched a video, um, last week while I was at work and it was about a guy. I didn't really like all of his takes, but one thing he said was interesting. His takes were mostly bad. Yeah. But one that he was saying, you know, and the broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. He okay. was like, and and di and welfare. He was talking all this crazy mm-hmm. shit. But one thing he said, I was like, wow, that's actually interesting. He said, in the two thousands, in the black household, like you know, 
we always had like gangster rap mm-hmm. since like the eighties and nineties on. But the thing was, there was more and more. There was still two parent households. Yeah, exactly. Whereas you listen to the music, and then you put the headphones down, and then mm-hmm. you go back to living your life. When music was just primarily music. When it was just music. When it was just music. Like yeah. you, you had people like Old Dirty Bastard and Biggie Smalls and all these people like still rapping like mm-hmm. gangster killing shit. But after the song was over, you, you go put live the headphones down. You live yeah. your life. You don't live that life. Mm-hmm. But now, because you know, there's usually on average one parent in the household. Or no parent who's watching the kids, right? Question mm-hmm. mark, who's watching the kids? Now, they're keeping the headphones on. And now, not only are they listening to the music, they're seeing it. Which allows them to go now commit those crimes and replication. Because a lot of things, we talked about it mm-hmm. with uh, Tay K, is that a lot of things in life it, are just replications of each other. Everyone's someone's proxy, whether you believe it or not. Right? And if one person sees this gain instant attention... Yeah, somebody's gonna want to do that too. Mm-hmm. And after every iteration, the process becomes more sophisticated. Yeah. So it that was an interesting take. Everything else he said was bad, but that take I I, I took that and I was like, yeah, yeah, that makes that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like think about John Moran. John Moran had two parents, mm-hmm. lived in a county neighborhood. No, re- John Moran never needed to pick up a gun in his life. Yeah. Never had money. Rap music. I'm telling you, that's what it is. That's all it is. Rap music. Yeah, money. Oh man, you know. But yeah, but yeah. And something else he was uh, cat. What he was talking about where people like Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. You know, saying there's still some Epstein's in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I and believe it. Hundred percent. Now, um, we also at the beginning of 2024 got the uh, the release list. The alleged list, yeah. A lot of people were calling bullshit on it, but... Yeah. Yeah. Bill Clinton name was on it, what, 50-something times? 50-plus times? Yeah, Chris Tucker name was there. And Chris Tucker name was on there, yeah. Um, It's, it's been a lot of... It's a whole debacle going on Stephen currently Hawking. as we're talking. Stephen, Stephen Hawking... Stephen Hawking. ...has been on the island. Um, How you feel about it? I don't know if I can believe it. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I know we just we just got off a segment talking about how much we believe Cat Williams. I don't I I can't I don't really believe it. Yeah. Personally, I what do you what do you not believe about it? Do you believe that it's more because politicians? It was, because it was released by the government. Oh yeah. I just have a I just have a really strong reserve about what and what not to believe. It didn't come from an independent source. It yeah. didn't come directly straight from the government. And this and mind you, Epstein's been dead for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. Murdered. From mur- murdered. Right. He was murdered. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. But um why now? Yeah, I don't know. What why yeah, now? I, I feel like they were extremely selective on who they put on this list. Yeah. Stephen Hawking is dead. So he can't speak for himself. Bill Clinton, I don't know about that. I don't know about Bill Clinton. But I don't know about but, Bill Clinton. But, I believe it, but I don't know about but Bill Clinton. But the thing is, some of these people, they're either dead or they're believable. Yeah. That that right there, you know, from an overthinker's perspective, leads, it, it like, increases my doubt. So, yeah. Because you got to think, what is Bill Clinton famous for? 
uh, cheating on the uh, cheating on his wife. So there's somebody out there, Monica that, Lewinsky, that will see that, and even though it's twisted and evil, some people out there will believe because well, if Bill Clinton could do this as a president, you he could also that. do that. Yeah, you can't ask Stephen Hawking he's because dead. he's dead. Yeah. So I I feel like there was some sort of qu- of crowd control, like mm-hmm. like like with this. I don't I don't I'm call I'm calling. Like, yeah, we need some sacrificial lambs. Yeah, for this whole cow. whole thing blew up. I have to. Yeah, and uh, so how was the prior call logs not being like not permissible? That's what I'm saying because we had the older call logs, the other flight logs with the Obamas on there, with the Clintons on there. I don't know why we can't use that as a court of evidence. That I'm doesn't a, make sense to me. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, I but I just again selective knowledge. Yeah. That's what the government is great at. The government is great at selective yeah. knowledge and information. We're going to give you just enough information so to make you either agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. But. While you're agreeing or disagree, because we live in a place with free speech, you're going to agree and disagree amongst each other, exactly. which allows us to continue to do what the fuck we have on this side. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I believe it's crowd control as well. I don't believe the list. I believe I believe the list. I believe the people on there. I believe it's way more. Yeah, than that. Absolutely. Epstein absolutely. was a multimillionaire. And billionaire. Billionaire. And billionaire. we don't know where he got those billions from. Yeah. So I watched this thing on 60 Minutes. I don't know how true it is. It was on 60 Minutes. Mm-hmm. Again, it's. It's public television. I like 60 Minutes when it doesn't have to do with any type of political affiliation. Like, when it has to do with, like, history and shit, yeah. I, I'll watch it. Okay, well, take what I'm saying with the grain of salt then, because it did come for 60 Minutes. But it was um, it was basically explaining how he, get all, he got all his wealth. Essentially, mm. he bamboozled his way into being a billionaire's financial advisor. Yeah. And there was just so much level of trust that he was able to just... Get his Bills. millions and then yeah. billions. I've heard being that. that person financial advisor. Yeah, I've heard that. But yeah, I feel like uh, this should have came out. This list should have came out from an independent news source, and it will be extremely and way more. But you, you got to understand how dangerous something like that is as well. It is to somebody's people life. have been allegedly murdered. Allegedly murdered because of by it. certain former presidents. I'm not going to say who. I'm going to say who. But certain journalists in the politics has been murdered at night, been assassinated by someone that came out against a certain president's wife. Mm. Allegedly. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Former president to candidate oh. against Trump. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Can't say no names, but uh, apparently the white man was assassinated at night. In his house in D.C. Mm-hmm. And he was a journalist about to break a bad story about a former ex-candidate president, which is to be a woman. Uh, so, yeah, it's a dangerous game. It's definitely dangerous a game. dangerous game. Dangerous game. Because at the end of the day, the powers are the the powers that be are not the powers that we see. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not. You know what I mean? And, again, with that whole information crumb thing, it's it's just... I'm not even a conspiracy theorist, but just knowing how this, how these systems work, it's just strange that what is what is the motive? Mm-hmm. Why now? Yeah. What are we going to gain? The only thing we're going to gain is media attention and media distractions. Yeah. That's it. Because what is everybody doing? Everybody's making memes of Stephen Hawking on social media. Yeah. That's all we're doing. That's all we're doing. We're not taking this information and really digesting it and really calling into calling into fact. Of what's going on. We're not holding any of these people accountable. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're just making jokes. Of, well, not we, me and you, but the internet is making jokes about Stephen Hawking. Yeah. That's it. That's all. 
I don't know, man. I don't know either. I don't know what to make of it. I guess more would unfold. But um. But what? Like, it, yeah, but is, why? isn't the other isn't the other lady still alive? Which one? Uh, Jizzly Maxwell. Yeah, Jizzly Maxwell. Yeah, we haven't heard from Allegedly. her. Yeah, we haven't heard from her though. Where is she? I don't know. They said um, last thing I heard was that um that somebody was trying to kill her and they moved her to a an isolated facility. Never yeah, heard from never her heard again. Never heard from her again. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was it. She's the only person that can confirm or deny who was on the island now, too. Exactly. And we're having these public young thug trials, these public yep. trials for these black men. We need men. this to be public. Why can't we get this a public trial? Yeah, we we're need getting a public, public Trump trial. Yep. Why can't we get this public? Yep. We need to, like, come on. Like, fair is fair and right is wrong. And, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Nuh-uh. And, that's, and that is why I'm calling Cap on that list. Just because I'm pretty sure there's some people on that list that are probably still working today. Yep. That they, uh, I can't, my name can't be on there. Yeah, no. Wait until I'm about to die. Yep. No, you can't do you can't do shit like that. You can't you can't do shit like that, man. At all, but um, yeah, there's a lot of been things uh going on. Like what else? What else? Yeah. There. Oh man, there's so much. Like, we got some uh questions. Oh, we got from, a lot of questions. We got a lot of questions from Twitter over these past yeah. uh. Couple of couple of days, couple of weeks, you know, not a couple of months. Yeah. Uh, go into them. Let's go. Um, we we covered majority of things that was asked. Uh, music I'm listening to right now. No, yeah, let's talk about that. I actually uh, have some questions for you. Music I'm listening to right now. Whew. I'm listening to a lot. I'm always listening. To you. Let me see. Yeah. My most recent. Let's go into it. Uh, interesting. I just been lately. I, I haven't been listening. I haven't been searching anything new, but I have been trying to curate different playlists because like different moves. Like one time, I was just taking a shit and I was like, "Yo, I I want to make a fucking stripper playlist," and I yeah. made one. I made like um uh in honor of GTA Six approaching. We didn't even talk about that. We did six. Oh, let's talk about twenty twenty five. In honor of that, I did a yeah after this segment. a Vice City playlist. Yeah, but uh, the music I've been listening to nothing really nothing out of the usual. Uh, nobody's been dropping. I'm anticipating a lot of artists this year. I feel like honestly, don't we'll get back to this in the beginning. I mean, the ending of this year of twenty twenty four. Yeah, we'll get to it. I feel like this is going to be a really great year for music. That's how I feel. That's just me. I feel I, like something is brewing. I wanted to talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to, before I give my take on it, because we didn't do an end of the year episode, um, what was your top five albums of 2023? Damn, it's so crazy. I can do that. All right. So go this ahead. Is not, I wrote mine down. Oh, I, I, I don't got to write mine down. I wrote mine down, but go ahead. All right. So give me um, your honorable mention. Oh, you want an honorable mention? Yeah, us? give me an honorable mention. Yeah, absolutely. Before you get into the top one and everything, you can go five to one, but before five, I'm not going in order. I, don't, I can't go in order. No order. I love these all. I love all of these. Fair enough. Uh, equally. Got it. Like I love all of them equally. Got it. All right. Honorable mention. Damn. I see. I wasn't expecting an honorable mention, but um, since since this is an honorable mention, I, I, I'm gonna have to go with the uh, Earl Sweatshirt and the Alchemist as we are there. Damn. That was a great album right there. I love the Alchemist production. Earl Sweatshirt, phenomenal rapper. And a lot of people's top five for the new age lyricists. Yeah, absolutely. So that's my honorable mention. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, What's yours? My honorable mention yeah. is uh, Sundial by No Name. Okay. Oh. 
I like yes. that. I like that. I like. I liked her flows. I liked her transition. I loved. I loved her storytelling in this album. It was a. It was a great album, man. Okay. Really good album. Yeah. So my list. I don't have it. I don't. I don't have this list in order. Yeah. I love. Like I said, I love all of these equally. Got it. So, a lot of people are going to be like, "Damn!" Like they didn't expect this out of me, right? Go ahead, man. I love. Um, come on. I do. I. This is this is the only number one I have. This is my number one. The rest is all the same. So save it for last then. All right, cool. Cool. All right, so I'll tell you my four that I really enjoy and my number one undoubtedly. Got it. So I like Ken Carson, surprisingly. I'm not a big I, I like the Cardis and shit like that, but I don't I'm not really into the big uh I didn't think you I didn't shit. think you'd be a Ken That's Carson. What I'm saying. Me neither. I didn't take you for the that. The album was extremely good to okay. me. Okay. The album was really good. Uh it was a great chaos. That's that's what the name of the album was. Mm-hmm. Key Glock, Glaucoma 2. Damn. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> yeah. That was different. That was different. Uh, Key Glock, Glaucoma 2 was a phenomenal album. Mm-hmm. Um, damn. What else I got? I got it. Let me go to my list real quick. Take your time. So, so far you've given uh, Glaucoma and you get Glaucoma Ken 2 Carson. and uh, mm-hmm. Voidir and Ken Carson. Mm-hmm. So, you got two more. Yeah. Um. You're gonna save your one. Don't say your one. I'm not gonna say my one. Don't say your one. one. I'm not gonna say my one. Hmm. I gotta go to my list real quick. Whoo! That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying that the the game is because I wasn't expecting to like it. Rollo Rodriguez. Really? Yeah, Rollo Rodriguez. That album, man. Really? That on rotation for the whole first part of twenty. 23. Yeah, that's a, a good point. I had it on rotation for the whole 2020. He said, who this for? And has been one. And I didn't expect that album to do that good. But just that one part blew it up to what it's supposed to be. That who this so, for one? Yeah, the who this for. The yeah, song. Just the yeah, song. Yeah. So that blew the whole entire album up. And it has a lot of stars on this album. It's a good album. It's a great Really I, good album. I love the album that yeah. much. I, and this is just from Main Power. I like Underground as well. So... Um, I gave you an honorable mention, and I gave you four. Yeah, I mean, I gave you honorable mention. And I gave you three. You gave me three. You got one more before. Yeah, before, before the, the big before one. the big one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What else did I listen to a lot? Hmm. What did I listen to a lot? I'm trying not to go for something at the end of the year. No recency be bias. Like, that'll be recency bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you can think about it. You can think about your last two. You know yeah. your one. You can think about your number two mm-hmm. while I go. How about that? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. All right. So we know my honorable mention was Sundar Banoni. I already explained that. My number five was uh, Glaucoma Two by Key Glock. Mm. And the reason why is because like this album made me realize how much I really miss Young Dolph mm-hmm. because like it was. I love Key Glock, and I became a, a fan of Key Glock because of my uh, my appreciation for Young Dolph, mm-hmm. and like to hear him evolve. Without any Young Dolph on the project, yeah. I was like, "Yo, this is great music." You know what I mean? Because like, obviously they did the Dumb and Dumbers and all that type of stuff, which was still good, but he just had his own swag mm-hmm. on this album, and I really appreciated. Uh, number four, I got, and then uh, you pray for me. Okay, my West Side Gun. Okay. Uh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I West Side Gun. He's one of my favorite, one of my favorite rappers because I'm a I'm a huge Griselda fan. Mm-hmm. Um. His 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 like integration of like wrestling and like swag beats 
with like real, real deep lyricism. Mm-hmm. Like once you get past the voice, like his 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 music is just really, really fucking good. Yeah. Uh I also have uh Voidir by okay, uh, Earl Sweatshirt. Yeah, okay. Earl Sweatshirt. I didn't and, think uh, you liked that. I didn't think you was gonna like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I first heard a single of it off the Joe Button podcast. They played a single and mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this single's so good that I really had to go back and listen to the whole album and I was like, Yeah, this is this is good. This is good. Now my number two is uh it's funny so it is mainstream but it's just what i needed at that mm-hmm. point in time it was a set it off by offset okay Ooh. yeah yeah it was what i needed that was a that was a yeah he did a good job man he you did. Can tell evolution man he changing that's that's yeah. why I, I put it so high because mm-hmm. like you know he's the second member of the migos and yada yada no this was fucking offset yeah you know what I mean? And, like, even though he had features, like, he commanded the song. Like, the beats were made for him. It was, you had some shit for the club. You had some stuff you can go to the gym with. You had some stuff you can just play on your drive. Okay. It was deep. It was deep. And I'm not expecting a a lyrical masterpiece mm-hmm. from Offset. But I'm expecting songs that are well put together. And these songs were all well put together. Yeah. So I got what I wanted. Really yeah. great album. Uh, should I say my number one? You want me to wait for you? All right, I'm ready. I'm All right, ready go ahead. Mine. All right, so what's your number two? So my number two is um, Wiz Haven. Really, Wiz Haven? Yeah, this super Wiz man. Super if you Wiz. guys don't know who Wiz Haven is, he's an underground Florida rapper. Yeah. Um, not you're not really getting much lyrical from Florida rap in general, unless it's Denzel. Curry. Unless it's like Denzel Curry or something like that. That's yeah, out yeah, of the ordinary. Yeah, yeah no. But is he got the Florida bounce? He got the Florida rhymes. He got the Florida. When you think about when you think about Florida, the Gold Grills, the Wicks, and when you yeah. think about Kodak Black, yeah. you think about Wiz Haven and the lingo and the lingo. Yeah. yeah, he has he has all of that. He has all of that. Yeah, and I, he's one of my favorite artists out right now, and he did not miss. With this album, like he went perfect in my eyes. He, yeah. It was no bad songs. Damn, it was no bad songs on the Super Wiz album, and um, I love his album before that too. I think he two for two albums, so that's my number two. You What's know what number? I mean? I, I feel I, like we have the same number one. Yeah, we had. Oh, come on now, we yeah. can say it on one. Huh? We can say, we can say it on three. Wait, three, three, two, two one. one. Stop scaring the hoes. Damn, yeah, yeah. scaring the hoes. Yeah, scaring the hoes. My number one album yeah. this year. Yeah, absolutely. Hey man, that, absolutely. It's, just, it's, it's yeah. JPEG Mafia, yeah, just and Danny Brown. Can't forget about Danny Brown. Danny, Danny, can't forget Danny, about Danny Brown, Brown, legendary rapper, veteran yeah. rapper. He's yeah. there's no introduction, but style's a little different. Style's a little way different. He yeah. curated the weird rap shit. Yeah, but yeah, when it comes to Danny Brown, Danny Brown, and I'm gonna say this is on Kanye's level of production. Really? Yeah. You mean JPEG Mafia? Uh, JPEG Mafia. JPEG, JPEG Mafia. Mafia is on Kanye's level of production. You know his beats, his beat selection, the time he puts into the samples, everything he does, mm. every beat is so mm. abstract. And I'm not saying it's like on a par as in terms of how like legendary it is, but yeah, like yeah. how abstract and how well put the beats are together and samples is ten out of ten project. Phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. And I like. I it. still listen to it to this day. I can listen to the song every single day from Scare Nose, and it's on my number one listen the, for replay. The, the, even the song "Jesus Loves You." Yeah. my God! Yeah. Like it, it's um. What I have to say about JPEG Mafia is this: like, I'll be honest. Like, I wasn't a huge Danny Brown fan before this album because yeah. he had a uh, his voice. It's it's. 
you can tell it's Danny Brown. Yeah, he can change. He can change his voice. He but can. Yeah, he does the like real squeaky voice on purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. But I'm not rapping. saying he's bad. Yeah, I'm not saying he's bad. It's just when I listen to rap, like that's not always like my my first reach in the fridge, mm-hmm. right? But as someone who loves instrumentals and beats, like that's my love and my cling for hip hop. That JPEG Mafia man, like he just phenomenal. Yeah, like, there's, you. there's like that's probably nobody's better than him right now in production. Mm-hmm. When I think of JPEG Mafia's production style, I think of shit like The Life of Pablo. Mm-hmm. I think of, I think of shit like that. I think of shit like Man on the Moon. And guess what? None of that shit. You listen. You we can say all the comparisons. Yeah, but it's nothing. It's we nothing can like it. To. It's, it's nothing like it. Like it's, it's nothing it's like nothing it. out right now. Nothing like it. That you're like, yo, I can I I can hear X Y Z rapping. Yeah, I can't hear nobody rapping on no, his beats. Absolutely, and, phenomenal. And, and Except that, for Danny Brown, it it takes a certain level of. Uh, of skill and I feel like as that type of like producer person he should be held like in that upper echelon yeah. just off this album alone like I know JP Mafia's his whole SoundCloud discography I know it you know it mm-hmm. that all that shit was great too but when studio album to be able to do this the way he did it he didn't do this in the studio he did this on an old ass um some old beat maker yeah he did all of it on the old so imagine when he has a studio yeah how it sounds yeah and the transitions, the transitions. Just, my God, the like rapping was good. The beats were good. Yeah, the way he produced, the way he made it sound, how he chopped it up, how he chopped it up. Yeah, the yeah. small little, the small little skits that's implemented inside the song. Yeah, the harmonies, the choruses. Man. Yeah, he did it. He did man, it. I can talk that. about this all day. Yeah, but uh, that's my number one. That's my number one, man. I don't think it's gonna get album of the year. Probably they're probably gonna give it to uh, that Beyonce album. Or the um, what other something something else stupid? But uh, if I had to say that would be my album of the year, yeah, me too, hands down. Get that man that fucking Grammy. Damn, give that man that fucking Grammy, bro. Yeah. Come on, I think he deserves like a Grammy in production. Like, yeah, yeah. I, nobody, yeah, nobody can make a beat like that. No, no, nobody can make Mm-mm. a beat like that. Mm-mm. It's Never. like Mm-mm. he's just on a different level. Yeah, like. Just on a different level. Is there anybody you 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 want uh, you if you had somebody that could work on an, a song of his, who would you want? Like rapping? Yeah. Who who would you want to rap over a JPEG Mafia beat? Uh, Danny Brown again, because they said they confirmed that. Yeah. Um, who else? Who else? Who else do I like that raps weird? Um, I don't. I don't know. I can't say. The only person that comes to my mind is uh, like Earth Gang, maybe, mm-hmm. or like a or like a Kendrick Lamar, but yeah. that's probably kind of like a layup. Uh, somebody different. I don't know. I don't know because you you don't know like yeah I don't know it just works well when you get it yeah when he gets it like when he gives you the beat it works well yeah you know how to work well with various artists and so, they're probably so. building it together that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? That's why. I, that's why. I so that's why I couldn't tell you who would sound good on the JPEG Mafia beat. Of course, him. He sounds good. Yeah, but I don't know, man. His that that album was phenomenal. Ten out of ten like, to me. JPEG Mafia is like your favorite pair of shoes. Yeah, where you know you you want to go out. Maybe you uh you know put these shoes on because they look nicer or whatever. But when you stuff your feet into those favorite pair of shoes mm-hmm. and you take that sigh of relief, that's a rapper. Rapping over a JPEG Mafia. Yeah. He's your favorite pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. The reliable pair of shoes that you want. Uh, but yeah, man, I think we covered all the uh, 
all the all the listeners' questions. Yeah. Here, man. This has been a great episode. Oh no, we did uh way to be back. What's we call it? We didn't do um your GTA. GTA is coming out. Oh my god. We didn't answer the questions though. That was about music. GTA. GTA six is coming out. It's gonna be phenomenal. I can't wait. I'm excited. Wait is over. It's gonna be in Florida. Thirteen long years. It's gonna be in Florida. GTA, we're getting GTA in Florida. And when I say that, it looks so it looks too realistic. Yeah, it does. If you ask me. And they they've done a good job so far with the promos. Like you see the you see the BBLs, you see the gold chains, you see the wicks, you see the you see the neighborhoods, how they look, you see like the vice ish mm-hmm. type of stuff. Uh there's been some controversy around like who the main characters are gonna be. Do you have any opinion on that? No, the main par- the main character is gonna be Luisa uh Lu- Luisa or something. Yeah. Hispanic women or like, you know, most likely probably Colombian. Yeah. It's it's Miami. It's so, Miami, yeah. Um Yeah, but we can get to the questions though. Yeah, go I, on. I can't wait. I can't wait for GTA six though. I'm I'm paying for it. I'm paying for you it. You getting the big one? I'm getting a big one. Yeah. Um First question: Do you think Tyler Perry has ever? This is questions from Twitter. I asked Twitter, you guys, questions for me to in uh, for Nestle to answer on the podcast. Yeah, and uh, this is what you guys got to say. It's a lot of them, so we can speed them. No, take your time. You think Tyler Perry has ever role played as Medea in the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody probably was like, "Yo, go." I want to see you as Medea. Hello. Yeah, I want to see you as. Hilar. Go get the purse. Yeah, go get the purse. Yeah, <laughs> go get, get the, the wig, Maple. Go get the. <laughs> Get the wig, Mabel. Get the wig. Put the glasses uh, on. Put the lipstick on. That's so crazy. Um, that's his personality. So yeah, that's yeah. his personality. Yeah, sure. I, I say, I, yeah, probably. <sighs> Go get the wig, Mabel. Do a fart. Yeah. Huh? What you say? Do a fart. Yeah, probably. If you had a superpower, would you rather it be sweat peanut butter or you had? <laughs> Sismic ass clapping power, <laughs> like your cheeks so powerful it bursts. Seismic, seismic ass clapping power, like your cheeks so powerful it bursts. Motherfuckers' eardrums when you run. I want seismic ass clapping powers. Yeah, I want the same thing. Just yeah. when they clap, it just everybody just airs burst. Like you could, but if you sweat peanut butter, you are gonna stink all day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You gonna smell like peanut butter? Gonna stink all day. Uh, why didn't I stop 9-11 That was an on running joke on Twitter. Uh. I don't know. I, I, I Why didn't you stop it? I couldn't. I literally couldn't. Yeah. It's inevitable. The government planned it, allegedly, so allegedly. Uh, there's nothing I could do. Nothing I could do with that. Um. All right, here we go. More questions. Best porn category. Uh, Ebony. Yeah, Ebony. Absolutely. Which planet fitness do you work out at? That's kind of personal. I won't. Yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. Uh, get a working with you. When would a black community stop? Stop what? It's just say stop. Stop doing what? It's just say, but what a stop. I don't know. I don't uh, know when uh, When it's a lot of interracial dating, I guess, uh, in the black community cease to exist. I, I need guess. to know. I need to know what, what does he mean by stop? He meant, I guess he meant stop indefinitely. Like when will we stop like, living, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not sure about that's, that. I yeah, don't know. That's kind of a crazy question. Hopefully um, it doesn't. I mean, here's another one. Do you be eating fried rabbit with some buttermilk biscuits and gravy with some cream potatoes and some mustard green seasons with cayenne pepper? I haven't. That sounds very Cajun. Is, yes, it does sound very Cajun. That sounds actually good. I wouldn't be opposed to eating. Yeah, that. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't either. Um, eat some rabbit. Yeah. What else? What else we have? What we got? 
These are crazy. Um, who wins? A '80s crackhead or a 2024 hair on head? <sighs> I would go with the crackhead. '80s crackhead, bro. Yeah. They still living. Yeah. They still living. They not. Sadly to say, it's a lot of overdoses due to fentanyl and heroin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. 80s, 80s crackheads are resilient. They're like roaches. Sorry. They're like roaches. Because, you know, roaches live through every time period. You know, y- your family knows a 80s crackhead yeah, that can, on the block. Yeah, and he it, can fix a radiator. Everything. He'll he, clean your yard. Because yeah. they used to be plumbers. They used to be plumbers and hard-working tradesmen. Yeah. And then they just fell into a deep hole of crack. That's it. And that's all that happened. That's it. Like, like there, like I remember growing up. There was a there was a crackhead on my block, and he told everybody he was a crackhead. So I'm not making a generalization. Yeah, and he just did a lot of odd jobs, and he just did his crack. Did that, yeah. and that was it. And you always knew, oh, he's harmless. He's just a neighborhood crackhead. That was it. Shout out to him, man. Hope he's still alive. <sighs> yeah. Um. Most likely he is. They don't die. Crackheads don't die, man. Uh. All right. Do mine first. I'm sorry. I didn't do yours first. Would you rather fight all the butterf- butterflies on Earth or two hippos? <laughs> the question is: Are all the butterflies on Earth going to fight you back? I don't think so. I just, just, I just think they're going to be like pesk. Do butterflies have teeth? I don't think so. I'm not sure. Probably, probably but it probably shit probably hurts if they do. But you got to think: All the butterflies on Earth, that's probably smothering, right? Yeah, that's actually a very interesting question. Yeah, I would find the hippos. Yeah, I'll try to take the hippos. Uh, I'm going with the hippos. Yeah, I'm taking because butterflies. You, oh God, no. Scary thing to think about. Is it true that the person you snitched on in 2008 is coming home soon? I wow. don't think so. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Yeah, that would, that would be very bad. <laughs> yeah, hope he stays in there. Hope he stays in there. Yeah, I'll, I'll do my due diligence to keep him in there. Thanks for, thanks for reminding me. Yeah. Let me violate his probation. This one is actually very crazy. What? Tell me. What is it? I don't want to say it, but fuck it. I got to say, say it. Say it. At what age would you want us to meet Michael Jackson? That is so crazy. Not less than thirteen. Not less than thirteen. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, w- I would like to meet MJ. What MJ am I meeting though? Like what version That's of a MJ? Good question. Am I you're meeting not, Black you're not, MJ? You're not, you're not. You're not meeting Black MJ. Black MJ was too into the family, getting abused and shit like that. You so you meeting most likely Neverland, uh, transition at Villa Lago. Oh, I can't meet like light skinned Mike. Nah, you're not meeting him because he wasn't really fucking with the kids. But like light skinned Mike did remember the time. That would be the Mike I would want to meet. Yeah, but you're not be- that Michael Jackson wasn't kid friendly. So I'm meeting like Ghost Mike. Yeah, I don't want to meet Ghost Mike. You don't want to meet Ghost Mike. I mean, I do. I said on, we said on the podcast before that we're gonna meet Michael Jackson, but it's like if I had to choose what type of Michael Jackson I would meet, I would meet Light Skin Mike. Okay, but I would. What age? Uh, if it's Light Skin Mike, any age. Okay. But if it's like Ghost Mike, probably like over over age. Of seven. I, I have to be over the age of thirteen. Yeah, over the age of thirteen with a parent. Yeah, with a parent. With a guardian. With a with guardian somebody that has me in their best interest. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, R- yeah absolutely. I don't know R. Kelly shit. Well, somebody no. got me in a best interest. Yeah, yeah, have to because R. Kelly people didn't. Uh, them kid, they didn't have their kids in their best parents interest. Were, parents were were enticing that. That's pimping. Yeah, which That's is crazy. Real pimping. By Which the way. is crazy, but uh, same. I would have if I'm. I want to meet Mike White, Mike. Yeah, but I want to meet him over the age. Of so you don't want to meet Light Skin Mike? No, really? Yeah, I want to meet Neverland Mike. 
You want to meet Neverland, Mike? I want to meet Neverland. Like, I know it's fun. I know it was fun in Neverland. I'm just not laying in the bed with you, bro. That's, 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 that's something it. that I'm not doing. The party stops. The party the stops there. Hey, Mike, come into the... No. No. I'm fine. I do not want to do... I'm not... I got cookies. Yeah, Duff, come on. Come on, lay down with me. I don't, I don't bite. I don't... Yeah, I... No. I never wanted to lay down with another grown man. No. And you're not going to entice me to do so. Not so. even Michael Jackson. Not even, not even Michael Jackson. As a boy, I never wanted to lay down with a man. I don't want to do... I never wanted to do that at all. No. And, so, and and we also have our trusted guardian. Exactly. And I have a trusted guardian with me. Exactly. So I'm like... That's I, never leaving. I'll be... I hope not. Yeah. Yeah. 13... and I'll be over the age of 13 and I need a, a strong... Parental male guardian, yes, to aid me, yes, in the sitter's excursion, and never leave MJ. your side, and never leave my side with MJ. You can't go to the bathroom, you can't you can't no. go to the solid bar, can't take a smoke break. I'm gone yeah. after that. I'm gone after <laughs> that. I'm on a fake train with him now. Now I'm missing because <laughs> of you. But yeah, I don't know, bro. Rest yeah. in peace, Michael Jackson. Rest man. in peace, MJ. I love Rest MJ. Peace, MJ. Yeah, it's just that I would not be around him without a guardian. Now did he said Michael Jackson or MJ. Yeah, Michael Jackson. He said Michael Jackson. Yeah, on the tweet. Okay, because mm-hmm. if MJ, that also means Michael Jordan. No, I don't want to meet MJ at all. I don't want to meet that. Yeah, I know he's not a fun person. No, he's probably angry. Yeah, he smells funny. He's going to gamble your life. Smoke cigars in my face. I don't want to see that guy. But um, that's that's kind of uh. Hold on, let me see. Imagine if we met Michael Jackson and we had those ass-clapping powers. Yeah, that would be crazy. <laughs> Why did you invite that woman over to your house knowing you had bed bugs and roaches? That's crazy. I, I don't have any of those. How'd they know that? I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't have any of those. Like, my God. But, yeah, uh, that's pretty much all the questions that I want to answer. Yeah, that's all I have. Yeah, man. Great episode. Way to start off the year, but to kick it off. Yeah. Uh, that's all we got, man. It's the Podcast and Show Show. Podcast I'm your host. Show show. I'm your host, Vanessa Valley. I'm Duff No Bear. Peace out.